summary of the Sikha. The Parsha tells us that Hashem was sending Moshe Rabbeinu to speak to Pari. So Moshe Rabbeinu said, I am tongue-tied. How is Pari going to listen to me? So what does the Pasuk say? Hashem said to Moshe, Behold, I have made you a master over Pari. And Aaron, your brother, will be Nevi Echa, your spokesman. You will speak, You will speak everything that I tell you. And Aaron, your brother, will speak to Pari. So Rashi quotes the Pasuk, You will speak. And he explains what that means is, You will speak once in every mission that I send you on, just as you heard it from me, and Aaron, your brother, will interpret it and explain it into the ears of Pari. That's what Rashi says. In other words, what Rashi is saying is, not as it happened earlier in Parsha Shmois, when Hashem told Moshe to go speak to the Yid. So Moshe Rabbeinu said, I am uh, Aral, uh, you know, over there he said, Kvat Peva Kvat Loshen. I, I find it difficult to speak. So Hashem said, you will speak to Aaron, and Aaron will speak to the Yidden. So Moshe didn't speak to the Yidden directly. He spoke through Aaron. Here it means that Moshe will speak directly to Parai. Moshe will say it once, and Aaron will explain it and elaborate. Which is why Rashi adds the words, Ba'ozne Parai, will speak into the, Aaron will speak to the ears of Parai. Why did he add the ears of Parai? The Pasuk doesn't say it, because... Ba'ozne means speak in a way that he can understand, that he can relate to it. So Moshe Rabbeinu was simply going to state it, and then Aaron's job is to explain it so that the message gets to Pari, understands what's being said. How does Rashi know for sure that, uh, that it means that Moshe should speak directly to Pari, and not as he did by the Yidden, that he spoke to Aaron and Aaron spoke to Pari? Because the Pasuk, one reason is because the Pasuk says they spoke to they, Moshe and Aaron, were the ones that spoke to Pari. Clearly, then, Moshe spoke to Pari as well. The problem is, we already find earlier, when Moshe Rabbeinu was by the Sneh, that over there also Hashem told him that he should go speak to Pari. And we find that they went to spoke to Vayoimiro Pari. They spoke to Pari. And they said the, the, the God of the Jews said to let them go. And it's understood that because Moshe Rabbeinu said that I, am, uh, I have difficulty speaking, so Hashem, okay, Aaron will speak. You'll speak briefly, Aaron will elaborate, that's what will happen. So that we know already from before. So then what's happening over here, that suddenly Moshe Rabbeinu says again, I'm tongue-tied, I can't speak, and Hashem says, he will speak, you will speak to Pare once, and then Aaron will, will explain it. What happens suddenly now that the whole thing is being repeated again? Another question this was already asked and answered. Moshe Rabbeinu said already back at the snare, Hashem said, yes, Aaron will go with you. Don't worry about it. He'll speak for you. So now, what is he bringing it up again now when they're back in Mitzrayim and Hashem tells him to go to speak to Pari? He brings up the same thing again. And what does Hashem say? It seems like the same thing. Aaron will be your interpreter. So why is it being... Why is he, they arguing about the same point again? The same question is asked, the same answer is given. Why is the whole thing being repeated? And also, there's a few things that we have to see in the way Rashi says it. For, Rashi says, you will speak once. Why does he have to say you will speak once? It's understood that he'll speak briefly. Adam will do the, uh, the elaborate talking. 
But what is this once? Also Rashi says, for every shlichus and shlichus, for every mission that I send you on, instead of like, let's say, saying, every time I command you to say something to Pari, which is the language that the Torah uses, Atzabeka, why does he change it to shlichus? He says also, every shlichus, the way you heard it from me, from my mouth, Hashem emphasizes. Why does he have to add that? Right? Does Rashi have to add that? And then what is the Yamlitsenu? You will, you will interpret it and you will explain it. Why does he give both of those expressions? So to understand this, first we have to understand something else. Why is it that, Rash, that Moshe Rabbeinu changed the wording? First he said, back at the snare, he said, I am a kfat peh, I am difficult in my mouth, in other words, difficult for me to speak. And over here he says, I am blocked, my lips are blocked. Why does he change the wording? And it's not just a change of wording, poetic change, it also means something else. Kvat peh means, I'm able to speak, but I find it difficult to speak. Aral Sasayim means, I am unable to speak. So why did he change that suddenly? So that's what Moshe Rabbeinu was changed. There's, there's a, a fundamental change in it, what he was saying. Originally he thought, yeah, I can get it words, I can say, I can talk, but I can't speak well. So Hashem said, you know what, Aaron will do the elaborate talking. You'll say it briefly, Aaron will explain. Okay. Moshe Rabbeinu accepted it. But then he came to realize that, no, he's unable to speak at all. He, he is uncommunicative altogether. Aral Sosaimi is completely blocked. He doesn't know how to speak at all. Therefore, Hashem's telling him, you'll, I'll give you Aaron, it doesn't help. I can't, you know, I can't speak at all. What am I going for at all? Me standing there and not saying anything, that could make it worse. Pari could take that as an agree. I agree with everything that he says, because I never contradict him. So it doesn't make sense that I should go along and Aaron should uh, do the speaking. So to this, Hashem said, now this time, you will speak, I will give you the ability to speak. It's not just I'm commanding you to speak. Don't worry about it. You'll be able to speak. I am telling you you'll be able to speak. You will say it briefly. You will say it once and then Aram will take over from there. That's why Rashi says that every shlichus that I send you on, you'll be able to speak. Rashi's pointing out, Moshe was unable to speak. He said, I can't speak. Hashem said, you will be able to speak. When you go on my mission... You represent me, you have my power, I will give you the ability to speak. That's why Rashi uses that language, This explains also why Rashi says, you will speak once for every shlichus as you heard it from me. Because Moshe Rabbeinu going to Pare was not about convincing Pare, it was not about explaining to Pare what, that uh, he needs to do this. It was, instead, it was Moshe Rabbeinu delivering the message of Hashem. Moshe Rabbeinu is the messenger of Hashem. And he merely speaks the words of Hashem without explaining what has to be done. Without explaining why it's necessary for Pari to do it. He states the command of Hashem. That's his role. And that's why all he has to do is say it once. You're delivering the message that I gave you. All you have to do is say it once. Aaron may have to go come back to it, explain it in a different way, explain it in different words. You say it once. You're delivering my message. You say it exactly the way I told it to you. You say it exactly as you heard it from me. And for that, you'll have the ability to do it. 
But the question could be asked, if Moshe Rabbeinu is repeating it exactly the way Hashem said it to him, so Moshe, Hashem spoke to Moshe in Lashon Kodesh, in Hebrew. So Moshe Rabbeinu was speaking to Parai in Hebrew, obviously, saying the exact words that Hashem told him to say. But we know already from Rashi that Parai didn't speak Hebrew, he didn't understand Hebrew, as Rashi told us earlier. In regards to Yosef, that he spoke a, a language, one more language than Parai himself, and that had to be kept a secret. So what's the point of Moshe Rabbeinu? He doesn't understand what he's saying anyway. That's why Rashi says, when you, that's why Aaron has a double role. He goes in, in specifics. He will, first of all, translate what you're saying. Yamlitsenu, the word hamelitz means to translate. And then yatimenu, and then he will also elaborate and explain and convince and do a sales job. But first he has to explain what you said in Hebrew, because it has to be exactly the way David just said it. But this still leaves the question, since Pare didn't understand anything that Moshe Rabbeinu was saying anyway, so what's the point of Moshe Rabbeinu saying it? Why not just have Aaron translate and tell him what's going on? The answer is, the Pasuk before it says, I have made you, Moshe, as a lord, as a master over Pare. You will, and Rashi says, you will rule over him, you will punish him, you're in control. That's the point. You're in control. So Moshe Rabbeinu had to communicate this idea. He didn't have to explain anything to him. Pari didn't even have to understand the words he was saying. He had to see that Moshe Rabbeinu was speaking firmly. He was speaking angrily. Let my people go. He doesn't understand what he's saying, but he sees his facial expression. This is a guy that means business. That was the point. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu was communicating, the Hashem's del- del- message you are starting with the wrong guy. That's the message. Aaron will explain what's going on. The Rebbe then goes on to explain the inner dimension, a message from the Chassidus aspect of the way Rashi speaks. In this matter of being able to control and crush Klippa, which is what Moshe Rabbeinu was doing with Parai, we are told that when Klippa is at its highest point at its full strength that's not a time to start with Klippa then you don't poke the bear only Hashem is able to crush Klippa at its high point it's not for people to do so but in this case and that's why Hashem said to Moshe hey behold this is something new I've never given this to anybody else you I've given the ability to, a- to be able to crush Pare to rule over him even though Pare was then at the height Egypt was the height of the world. That was the, the center of all wisdom and so on. And Pare was also a very wise man. And he, or smart man, I don't know wise, but smart. And so he was at his full strength. No slave was able to escape from Egypt. That's how powerful they were. Moshe Rabbeinu was told that you are going to crush Pare. Nobody else has this. Behold, I have given this to you. And it was specifically Moshe that had to be to do this. It couldn't be left to Aaron because Moshe was the Nasi Ador. It's only up to him. He is the one that stands between the Yidin and Hashem. He's the one that communicates messages from Hashem to the, uh, to the Yidin. And he's the only one that can accomplish this. That David can give him the power to be able to crush Klippa. Which explains an interesting thing because there is another opinion. Rabbi Shimon ben Yechai says that even when Klippa is at its full strength, no problem, you can take care of it. You can start with him even then. Why does Rashbi say that when the other Chachamah said no? 
because Rashbi himself was an extension of Moshe. He was a nitzitz of Moshe. He has that ability. That's why he said that can be done too. And that explains why it had to be Moshe that would say this and that, and that he could say it in Lashon Kodesh even though Parai didn't understand because we're not trying to explain anything to Parai. He's not trying to elevate him, to refine him. He's trying to crush him. That you can do in a language that he doesn't understand either. And this kind of message has to be said in the words that you hear it from Hashem. Because what you're doing is communicating the power of Hashem. So it has to come like the Hashem speaking through you. But if you start explaining it and interpreting it and using your own words to, to explain it, then you lose the power that stands behind it. That's why Rashi said it had to be in the words that I tell you. That explains also why this, what happened after Moshe Rabbeinu said, Chassidus explains that why was Moshe Rabbeinu difficult, why was it difficult for him to speak? Why was it difficult for him to communicate? That was because he was in such a state of bittel to Hashem like no one else. In other words, that he was constantly in the mode of receiving from Hashem. He didn't see himself as the one being able to give. He's a receiver. He has nothing of his own to give. He simply receives from Hashem. And there's a cloud, there's a rule in, uh, in the laws of Kashras that when something is busy exuding something, expelling something, then it can't receive. And the same is true the opposite. When something is busy receiving, it doesn't exude. So Moshe Rabbeinu was in a state where he was always receiving from Hashem. He was such a bittel that he was always receiving. So he found it difficult to communicate. How do you say, give when you're receiving? But in the original level, he was almost at perfection of bittel. But then he came to an even higher level, which is Aral Sosayim, which means not difficult to communicate. I find it impossible to communicate meaning he reached an even higher level of bittel. And that's when I said, when you reach that level of bittel, now you are the person that is able to communicate the full power of what I say to be able to crush Klippa even when it stands in its ultimate uh, level and its, its full strength. That's why that's when Hashem said it to him, not after Kvad Peh or Kvad Loshem, but only after Aral Svasayim. But there is, this leaves a question. It comes out that Parai was zeichet to hear the message directly from Moshe. The Yidden, they only heard it from, uh, through Aaron. Why is it that Parai gets it directly from Moshe, the Yidden get it there, uh, through Aaron? And it's true that the Yidden, they didn't need to hear it from Moshe. They believed it even when they heard it from Aaron. And Parai wouldn't have believed it or wouldn't have made any impression of it if he heard it only through Aaron. He had to hear it directly from Moshe. But, but still... How is it that the Yidin lose out on hearing the direct communication from Moshe? The answer is because when Aaron, because the Yidin are, are born believers, we have belief in our DNA. Therefore, when Aaron speaks to us and he says, I heard this from Moshe, who heard it from Hashem, for that, we believe based on that. To us, when Aaron speaks, it's merely the words of Moshe coming through Aaron. We believe it as the words of Moshe. We lost nothing in the communication through Aaron. Just like Torah Messina, even though it went through many intermediaries, Moshe, Yeshua, Canaan, and so on, but when it gets to us, it's still Torah Messina. Everything that we hear is as it was received from Sinai. Nothing is lost in the translation. 
So also when the Yidin listened to Aaron speak, it was Moshe speaking. Parai that doesn't have this belief, by him he would be listening to Aaron, he wouldn't hear the power of Moshe when he was there. Therefore, he, we heard Moshe through Aaron. Parai didn't have that ability and therefore Moshe had to be the one to speak, stand there and speak to him. The Rebbe gives a personal message to each and every Yid that sometimes the, the Yetzirah, the Nefesh of Bahamas, becomes so powerful, Hashem is on in the top of the world. He has control over the Nefesh of Shalom. He's in control. And a person could think, how are you ever going, how are you going to start up with the Nefesh of Bahamas when he's in such power? So the answer is, every Yid has a chilek of Moshe Rabbeinu. Just like Moshe Rabbeinu is able to do it, is able to crush Klippa, even when it's at its high point, so also every Yid is able to do the same because of we are extension, we have within us the power of Moshe also. And if this is true for every Yid, it's certainly true for the Yidin as a whole, and certainly for the Nasi who represents the entire Jewish people, that he's able to deal with Klippa, even when it's at the highest point and able to crush it. And therefore... When one connects himself to the to the Nasi Adar, then everything is possible. Then you can also crush Klippa even when it's in full control. And then you are able to do whatever the Nasi tells you. Just connect yourself, learn the Torah of the Nasi. Do, go follow in his ways, do the things he told you to do. Then you're connected to him and then nothing can stand in your way. There's nothing to be dispelled from or affected by or afraid of because there's a, pow- there's a powerful darkness in the world it doesn't matter. The Nasi gives you the power to override and to crush all that and to do whatever you need to do and to bring Mashiach speedily in our days.